Hello and welcome to Be Relevant, where two irrelevant people who know nothing about beer talk about beer. I'm David. And I'm Jessica. Alright, so we're in week 23 of quarantine. We I don't even know what week we're in anymore. I think you and I might be in week 9? Maybe. We were in quarantine a week early, because we went to Italy. But we didn't show any symptoms, so... Okay. We're good. <laughs> Mentally, no, Mentally, good. <laughs> no, we're fine. Um, but yeah, so uh, we went to our local Hilo, which I think there's only one local Hilo in the, across America, right? Uh, no, there's one in Culver City, uh-huh. and there's one in Long Beach. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, well then, uh, belay that. So <laughs> we went to uh, the one in Culver City and grabbed um, this beer, which is called... Which again, you picked out. You've picked out the last couple. Well, you you went straight for the wine. I went go for, for the, the tequila. W- That's right. You went to the tequila for some <laughs> I was reason. Craving margaritas. Yeah. So I and I always went to the beer. So yeah. So this one is called Brother Thelonious, a Belgian style Abbey Ale from North Coast Brewing Company. It looks like they have been independent since 1988. Oh, I was going to have you guess. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm the same age as this brewery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. pretty old, right? For yeah, for a brewery, yeah. I thought that was really interesting when I saw that, 1988. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it says on the side that it's supporting jazz education. Damn it, David. Oh, I'm done? Okay, sorry. <laughs> I, I, uh, so as... So I, I stop reading the bottle. Uh, we do our research separate, so we don't, you know. But it seems uh, Jess has some things to say. So first, we gotta taste it. Oh yeah. So Definitely. again, this is a Belgian style Abbey Ale. So uh, cheers, darling. Cheers. Let's smell it first. Wheaty. Mm. It's got wheaty. I think. Sweet, like cherry kind of. The color is definitely like a dark mahogany. Oh yeah. Right. Mhm. Oh my gosh, I love it. Like it? <laughs> yeah, I do it's like it. It's pretty good. Did, was our last one a Belgium too? I don't know. I'll have to look at the archives. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we did a Belgium before, but this is our first Abbey ale. I wonder what makes yeah. it an Abbey ale. Hmm. Did you look that up? Maybe. We'll find Maybe. Out. Okay. <laughs> I got sucked into a world of lawsuits. Oh my gosh! All right, tell me about stabbing. it. Oh gosh! <laughs> tell me a story, Jessica. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we poured it. We didn't see any foam, but then we may have poured it incorrectly. So poured it incorrectly. We don't have, really have beer glasses. You think for people who are doing a beer podcast, we might get. We did have some. We did. Yeah, we had. No, just those pint glasses don't count. No, those are beer glasses. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're trying to be adults now. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so go ahead. Okay. Uh, tell me everything. Well, the brewery is from Fort Bragg, okay. California, which. Didn't know there was a Fort Bragg mm-hmm. in California. I feel like we've heard that a lot. I think the last one we got was from Fort Bragg. Really? I think so. Um, it's up north mm-hmm. of San Francisco. Okay. Um, again, it was opened in 1988, and the website says that it's on um, the California Mendocino Coast. Mm-hmm. And we have been to the Mendocino Cafe. I didn't know that that was like an actual coast in California. Okay. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Just that word. I don't yeah. really don't know. Yeah. Uh, but the brewery has won over 110 awards. Mm-hmm. And among their winning beers is the Old Rasputin Imperial Russian Stout. Oh. Okay. You like that one? Yeah that's, yeah, that's everywhere. I feel like that's a, okay. it's a pretty well-known one. Yeah. So this must be a well-known brewery that yeah, we just didn't know about. Yeah. So that's, that's one of their, that's like one of their big beers. Wow. Uh, and then I love their mission. It's 
their mission statement is make the world a better place one pint at a time. Okay. And uh, according to their website, they give a lot back to the community. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is they give back to um, uh, jazz education programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's because, well, I was like, well, who is Brother Thelonious? Thelonious? Like, that's an odd name, right? Yeah. Um, it turned out he was a jazz legend. Are we talking about Thelonious Monk? Is that what we're talking yeah. about? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. Did you know that? Yes, I know who Thelonious oh, Monk is. Oh, okay. You know I'm not a jazz, like... No, neither am I, but I feel like that's a pretty really? well known. All right, keep going. Yeah, and then I started, I looked at the photo. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Look at him. He's yeah, playing he's the a, piano. And he's a monk, and he's doing... Uh, it's an abbey ale. It's all yeah. clicking, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I go. didn't... <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, well, I clicked on one website. So what happened was, is that... Um, Thelonious's son mm-hmm. sued the brewery. Oh. Yeah, because of using his image. Yeah, and I clicked on it, and then I couldn't read the article unless I bought it. And it made me think of The Office when they tried to read an article yeah. they, about the bankruptcy. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so then I went to another article, and it said, uh, "So the beer was actually off the market, of course, during the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. That was it's now settled, mm-hmm. and the beer's back on the market." Um, and they decided that um, a, do- a donation of every sale of um, every bottle and keg of Brother Thelonious in the- goes to the jazz education program um, of the Monterey Jazz and the Monterey Jazz Festival, I think, mm-hmm. or the jazz education program of Monterey Jazz mm-hmm. Festival. Um, I thought that was really yeah. Did they they did the, they started um, doing the charity post lawsuit or was they were they doing the entire? Um, time? I think they donate. To quite a few different, uh, right. um, but, but for this specific beer, mm-hmm. I think it was post yeah, lawsuit. Yeah, probably part and of I the And I think some of it goes to the estate, the monk estate and yeah. stuff. So, cool. Um, but I kind of got sucked into that world yeah. reading about that. Uh, and then before you kind of go into yours, mm-hmm. looking at um, some of their other beers uh, right now. So this is one of their year-round beers. Uh-huh. And um, some of their seasonal beers right now are really flowery. One was called like the tart berry vice. They had like a peach beer. Wow. I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, and then of course they have some barrel aged beers, such as having Rasputin Stout in a um, age to age in a bourbon barrel. I don't like the bourbon, like uh, yeah. doing all the whiskeys and the yeah. barrels. But they have quite a few of those yeah. too. So no, yeah, that's awesome. Um, I was going to kind of go in two different paths. I was like, well, okay. I should do a little bit of history on Thelonious Monk, which I probably should have done. Now that I know you don't know anything about Thelonious Monk. Wait, hold on. Tell me, babe. Wait, what did I say? He, he was an American pianist, mm-hmm. right? From 1917 to 1982. Uh, he was a jazz pianist and composer. Had a unique improv... Oh, I can never say Improvisation. Improvisational style, which is why I don't like jazz. And the second most recorded jazz composer after... I'm not sure. Duke Ellington. Okay, Duke Ellington. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. So... No, very cool. I uh, so I kind of went off the track, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, "Well, Thelonious Monk, this is an Abbey Ale. They're doing some sort of, uh, you know, they're trying to talk about monks and stuff." So I was like, "Let me find out a little bit about abbeys and monks." What? Yeah. So I. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just because <laughs> we were talking about before this that like we're gonna run out of types of beer to talk about because you know there's probably. I don't know. There's, I don't there's know like we are. no okay. okay. Well, so I just started talking. I started looking at. I think the you get the same beers over and over. Okay, well then you gotta start picking. Thank them. you. 
Um, so uh, back in the day, of course, beer was more safe than drinking water, of course. Um, back in of the day. Uh, in the 5th century in Europe, um, they had a peak of about 600 monasteries that brewed beer. Um, monks um, were very good bookkeepers. <laughs> Stop. They were, the, the reason this is important they is because... They were good bookkeepers and yeah. beekeepers? Yeah. <laughs> they were good bookkeepers and they recorded their recipes and their methods and all that stuff to brew yeah. beer. So that's why it's kind of important that they wrote all this stuff down back in the 5th century. Like, that's so long ago when you think about it. You know, yeah. like, that's nuts. So, like, the fact that we can kind of gather information and how they brewed beers back then is super interesting. Um, and they actually believed that they had to make the best product possible. Like, they weren't just phoning it in because their work was a reflection of God. And so if it was subpar, then it would be a major offense to God. So they really took this very seriously wow. back then. Um, they had three they kind of sold to different they, they had different areas in which they gave beer out they sold it to people that were traveling by and stuff like that they also gave it to the poor um and then also uh the monks would use it for themselves of course so they mm-hmm. would drink it themselves um they would probably have about four liters of ale a day per person <laughs> per, per monk four liters of Four liters. You get you do that. No, I'm not doing. I, this is twelve ounces. How many ounces? I don't are, know. I okay. can't convert. Very okay. Well. Uh, so that came from the pra- the Prague uh, beergarden.com. That was where I got that. Um, and then I also saw. I was just like, well, let me just see what a day for a monk was. Period. You know, without the beer and stuff. <laughs> okay. So the lordsandladies.org. Uh, <laughs> the, the day in the life of a monk, they washed and cooked. Um, they tended to their gardens of vegetables and meat. Uh, they would reap, sow, plow, thatch, and hay make. Uh, and of course, they would produce their wines and ales, honeys, provide medical care for the community. Honey, yeah. beekeeping. Yeah, bee- that's right. You're right, beekeeping. <laughs> uh, educate the local youths. Uh, <laughs> uh, they would copy manuscript from classical authors and p- provide hospitality for pilgrims. Because I never really understood what abbeys were for, but I guess while people were doing their pilgrimage they needed places to stay for free i guess so they would do that so i don't know i just thought it was kind of interesting to see what a monk did i feel like i'd probably be a monk back in the day the good thing the good thing about being a monk too was that your living conditions compared to most people because most people were poor and didn't have a lot of money and stuff they would be living in monasteries they would work all day but at least they would have a roof over their head they'd always have a full belly you know they uh. it would be it was kind of i think of like robin hood and that one monk that was drunk all the time do you remember? I just remember the Robin yeah. Hood with the foxes, but um, yeah, I yeah. remember that. But like, usually the monk is just like a big fat dude who's just enjoying his life with the rope belt. Yeah, and the bald, uh, always bald haircut. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I looked up. Which is kind of interesting. Uh, sorry, this was less of a beer podcast and more of a illegal in history. We're going a little crazy in this yeah. time. But I would like to say thank you to Hilo for being open. Yeah. You know, very lucky and yeah. They provided. Did. We don't have latex gloves. We have like cloth gloves, but they yeah. had latex gloves for people who walked in, which was nice. I so know. and just any company and anybody that's out there working yeah. right now. No, yeah, we're very lucky that you know yeah. we're able to grab that type of stuff. So. Um. Oh, also on this beer, it is. Uh, guess how many IBUs? I have no idea. Like, tw- go ahead. Nope. I was gonna say twelve, but oh, twenty-seven. Yeah, twenty-seven. 27. Yeah. yeah. That's how old I am. No. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> That's not true. <laughs> David just had his 30th on yeah. Monday. Yeah. Perfect quarantine birthday. Yeah, a lot, a lot of beer and bread. Beer and bread. It's yeah. our obsession right now. Yeah. Do you have a rating? I don't. I didn't think about a rating. I'm so sorry. You got um, so hung up on monks. I did. Um, we're re-watching Game of Thrones. Because I didn't finish the season because I read the books. And when the show surpassed the books, I stopped watching. Yeah. So. so let's uh, categorize this as um, which house this would belong to. Who so, would brew no, who would brew this one in the, of the houses? Who would brew it? Yeah. Uh okay, so the one that came to my mind was River Run. Yeah. Where like Littlefinger and Lady okay. Stark's from, right? Okay. Because it's like up in the mountains. Yeah. And that's like where I think an abbey would be. Yeah. I'm cheating a little bit. I don't know what it's called. Okay. But it's the place where all the maesters are. Who? The Maesters. Who are the Maesters? The Maesters are the... You read the book, you don't know who the Maesters are? I read it so many years ago. It's the it's uh, like Maester Lewis, like the old men with the chains. Oh, there's a place? Is that where Sam goes? Yeah. Oh. I feel like they would brew this That beer. happened like in the last book, and it was like Girl. the couple of the last paragraphs, mm-hmm. so I don't even remember that. Yeah. But yeah, that's what okay. I would think. Them, but if I... That's kind of cheating because it's literally a monastery, so Ugh. that's technically it. But I think Robert Baratheon oh, that's right. would you're have kinda, this beer. You, you're liking him right now yeah, for some like reason. Robert, him Robert. cheating on his wife, you like yeah, that? Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> I just like his voice and just his temperament is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> just drunk and mean, but also lovable. <laughs> Big chubby lovable king. But so. this is a very good beer. I think one yeah. out of ten, what would you give it? Um, I, I really like it. I say um, maybe a nine. A I really nine? I do like it. I, I, I like these very red ales. I yeah. think that's like one of my favorites. Yeah, I would probably give it maybe a seven or an eight. Yeah. It's not one of my favorites Mm -hmm. but it's definitely not one of the worst yeah you know and i think i taste a little bit of honey do you taste honey in it i think so let's try it again maybe it's just sweet yeah i think of it's honey but i really do like this they didn't have the um tasting palette on their website okay they had a really good website but they didn't have their tasting palette Hmm. on there well i really like this one it's very 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 good uh, well, thank you so much for listening to Beer Relevant. We're two irrelevant people who know nothing about beer. Talk about beer. I'm David. I'm Jessica. And stay safe out there. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.